You are listening to the We Only Do One Take podcast. The only podcast in the world that is a complete shit show. Hello, everybody! May have popped it again. (laughs) Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that clips all of the audio. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Turch, and with me is my co-host, the CEO, the man of the hour. It is Kieran. How you doing, buddy? I am excellent, Turchy Wurchy. And boy, do I have a rant for you. Oh, you know, should I just get the theme tune going? Yeah. All right, fantastic. Here we go. Shut the hell up, bitch. Go kill yourself. Go sit in the middle of the road and let a car run over you. You're ugly. You're disgusting. I'm going to kill you. I love listening to that every time. It gets you right in the mood, doesn't it? It, it just gets, it gets you... you Get your you fired up, fired up. What have you got for me here? What have you got for me today? Coles Mints Premium Meat. Okay. <laughs> Terrible. You used to work in a deli. Uh, yeah. And well. shame on you, Turch. Because <laughs> I've just found out one of the trade secrets. A trade secret? Yeah. Okay. You watered down the mints. To, well, uh, that's, that's, that's... The mints wait, wait, that's, that- is watered down... <laughs> Now, I had to cook emergency burgers last night. Emergency burgers. The yes. best kind of burgers. Okay. <laughs> there was 10 minutes to go until the local butcher, which provides proper premium, excellent mints, right? Closed. And ran out of time. Had to duck up the street to Coles. And I thought, I'm going to get the most premium Coles mince meat I can get. Yeah, okay. Because I've, I've been on this journey. I've talked about meat stock. I've talked about my meat masterclass. I have perfected the burger, Turch. Yes. I'm excited to cook the burger for you. I'm excited. I have perfected it. It is fucking amazing. I'm excited to try it. So, I, I've so always, I've always, I'm always up for a... Uh... The house. There was a household emergency and emergency burgers needed to be cooked. And so we got Coles Premium Mints. And fuck me, when I cooked those burger patties, the amount of water that came out of them and ruined the entire burger experience with potato buns, Turch. Oh, you got the right buns. That's something. Ruined. So I've had I've had these perfect burgers now. So you have to And now Coles, who says this is premium meat. Yeah, but the premium mint is it premium? Is the premium meat? Uh, what, it's not premium, Turch. What? That's uh, your people. Was it, <laughs> your I people. I don't even work there. <laughs> when you used to work there, you never told me the trade secrets. Uh, well, I worked in the deli, not the butchery. Uh huh. Well, same thing. <laughs> no, <laughs> subtly different. One's cured meats and uh-huh. one is raw meats. Uh-huh. So that's already a start. Uh, and two. Did you get, when you looked at the premium, was it five star? It was five star so, okay. organic. Five star So what organic. the five star aspect of it means is that it's super lean. 
So the right, fat I want, content, I want, I want more fat. You wanted more fat. Yeah. So the lean, the, the the star rating on the meat uh-huh. is reference to how lean it is. I didn't and that's know why it's that. More expensive. I thought the star method, because when I go into the butcher, I ask for chuck mints. Yeah, yeah, and that's like thirty seventy. Yeah. Okay, so that when you go to Coles next time, uh-huh. and you buy bur- mince meat, uh-huh. you got to get the one that's. I know it's counterintuitive, yeah. but three star, which is regular, because that's your thirty seventy right. Because once you go up for that, I found that out with tacos. Because it, 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 the burgers were terrible last yeah, yeah, night. Yeah, because of the five star premium it was too organic lean, meat, and they didn't have like the. It was probably dry. Yeah, it was very dry. Yeah, because it's too yeah. lean, and you probably would have to love to have lots of oil, and it probably didn't crisp up on the on the around. No, and, and it didn't crisp up how it was meant to. Yeah, see, because it, next time thirty uh, uh, three star. See, it's solving problems. Solving a problem. I, I like and this. And it's quite, it's a little bit cheaper too. Because I look at fatty. the three star and go, I'm not a peasant. You Ooh. know, psychologically, I'm better than three stars. I know, I know it's counterintuitive. Yeah. But once you understand what the ratings mean, and you'll see it's regular and then lean and then extra lean. Mm. And because you've been, oh, five star and your brain goes, do, do, do. It's more expensive as well. Yeah. So you think it's better. But no, but you need that more fat ratio yeah. to really help you out. Ah. Uh, Thank you for helping me out on my, my my rant here. Can I tell you about printers? <laughs> no, I'm not going to bore you to death. Any fucking day of the fucking week, I can talk about that. Any day of the week, you can talk about printers. Uh, here's, here's a rant. Here's a rant for you. Um, not being able to say any clean jokes. So I was at a family function. Family get-together. Go, get together Go on. Wait, so not clean jokes. So yeah. you could say clean jokes. No, no, no. Like, not being able to say... Jokes at all. Yeah, like, okay. Uh, not being mean- able to say dirty jokes. Uh-huh. Right? But not clean, if that makes sense. So when I, like, write jokes for this show, it is for, I would consider, a somewhat mature audience. Mm-hmm. And some of these jokes, in fact, a lot of the jokes that we tell are pretty... Topical because we talk about what's in the news, mm. right? So all of my presumptions of jokes are based on what's happening right now. Yes. Or uh, adult sort of stupid takes on things, right? So when my nephew goes, hey, it's Zio, let me tell you some jokes. And he tells me some of these terrible jokes I and he's go- five or whatever yeah he's know. five yeah. I go, and I go with my standard one he loves it what do yeah. you call an alligator in a vest an investigator very ah, good job. funny yeah, yeah everyone yeah. loves it good and then I'm like great then I'm racking my brain of what's a clean joke I know mm-hmm. that I could tell him and that he'll find funny because all of my jokes are like Okay, all week I was working on... <laughs> okay, all week I was working on how I can make the mass shooting in America, the current mass right, shooting in America right, funny, right? right? <laughs> and here's my take. <laughs> all right? Here's the take I got. Uh-huh. I believe trans people are the people that they turn into now. Uh-huh. I'm pro-trans now. You're pro-trans. Because this person yeah. that shot up the school was a woman and transed over to being a man. And I believe it now because that person shot six people. Mm-hmm. Didn't miss. Yeah. Only a man Thank would be you. able to do that. <laughs> <laughs> right? 
so now because I've seen that once again men being the superior <laughs> yeah, right. a woman wouldn't have been able to shoot these people properly and kill them mm. man would obviously being a trans person is real mm-hmm. Tra- I, I'm pro trans now yep, now yep. the great thing about this joke it's getting to the right result the wrong way <laughs> Right? So now I'm sitting in front of my nephew <laughs> going, okay, this is the joke I've been writing all week. Yeah. Very funny. Very hilarious. I love it. <laughs> and you can take it and you can give it to anyone and they won't know what to do with you. <laughs> it's the, that's the best part about these jokes, right? Me going, so, uh, someone did something really bad at your school and they're not... <laughs> How do I make this clean? Not being able just to say dirty jokes or topical... Here's another one. I think two weeks ago, I bought in the article of Lizzo. And and, and the article said that Lizzo was going to close um, Splendor in the Grass here in in, in, uh, that music festival that's in Mm. Melbourne, right? And the joke I said was, it's not over till the fat lady sings. sings. Very funny. Great joke. So I'm like... Can I tell that joke to my nephew? Is that funny for him? Or is Your it... nephew is five, just likes poo jokes. <laughs> I know, I know. But I wanted to elevate him just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just give him give him something else. So I said to him, here's I'm going to going to my nephew. Here's a here's a topical joke, uh-huh. right? And this joke here you can only tell this week. Uh-huh. But after that you can never tell it again. Okay. And he's looking at me like I don't, fucking I don't know get what's you. going on yeah. at all. So I tell him the joke and he doesn't get it. But he's Did you tell him the joke that you just told me? <laughs> I told him the Lizzo one. Oh, the Lizzo one, right. I told and then his father Yeah. Uh my sister in law's husband, yeah. because it's technically not my brother in law. Your brother brother in law. No, my my sister in law's husband. Yeah. It's not really a brother in law. Yeah, technically, technically. Right? But anyway, we'll just say that. But that, you, you, you know, you go to the same Christmas event, so well, you know, <laughs> so do a lot of walks. <laughs> uh, I go, okay. He, he heard the punchline first, uh-huh. and he goes, "What just happened?" I go, "Oh, Lizzo's headlining Splendor," and obviously he goes, "That's really funny." I'm yeah. like, "Great!" And then I told him my trans joke, uh-huh. and he was all into that. You know, that's great. And I'm like, good. At least I can t- start to tell my jokes. I can p- palm these jokes off to people. But the inability to tell dirty jokes to children... Um, uh, yeah, that was a real frustration. Do you know what? This is all you got to do for a five-year-old. You just have to go... I, if I was there, I'd be like, do you know who has the smelliest bottom? I, I do that joke all Turch. the time. Yeah. I do that. And that, I listen to Moturn Media. That... that Matt Farley, like, can do the poop jokes. You know, those yeah, ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Just poop jokes. That's yeah, that's all you got to do for a five-year-old. You're overthinking your joke situation here, Turch. Uh, five-year-olds are not that sophisticated. You no, know, I put a lot of effort into the show. <laughs> I write a lot of... I think I write a lot of good material for this show. There's a lot on the... On that's the it. Cutting room We're floor. doing stand-up. A lot on the cutting room floor. I don't know if my material translates now, to stand up we're, okay, we're going can you imagine to, going if to, I told that trans joke we're going to the rubber duck <laughs> you're getting up we're doing three minutes each can you imagine if I got on stage and told that trans joke I would love it it would be amazing it would be 
<laughs> the rubber duck where there's only like three people in the yeah, audience. Well, you know. And like 12 comedians. <laughs> <laughs> so just an audience of comedians. Just I like, can imagine the, 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 the they thems. You know who I'm talking yeah. about. The You know, them. Them. Them, Kieran. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they would be pretty upset with that joke. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so there you go. That's, that's, that's what I've got here. Uh, that's what I'm a bit ranty about this week. Not being able to tell jokes, uh, to my, to my thing. I've got, actually, actually, I do have one more rant. Okay. You go to a bathroom, very simple act all the time. Right. And, uh, I would like to say I have successfully done bathroom. Yeah. Since I got off my, you know, potty... <laughs> off, your, off your pee plates. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I am nailing it. Hey, excellent. You go to the bathroom, all good, but you're in a stall, like, somewhere. Hmm. And you go to a stall, and this was meant to be a visual show. <laughs> That's right. Bring it up, because okay. I, I, so I can see the screen. Is, here is a picture of the the bathroom stall door from the inside. Mm-hmm. So you're At, in the cubicle. So I'm in the cubicle. I want to leave the cubicle. Mm-hmm. This is the what I see from the inside. This is at work. This Oh, you, at your work. At my work. Yeah. And I didn't realize it annoyed me so much until I, I really analyzed it in my brain. Mm-hmm. This is a picture of it. Let me just get it up here. Uh, that's not the way I wanted to see it, but that's okay. That is zoomed in okay. a lot. Okay. Can you see that? I can see that. Okay. I'll do a little bit more zoomy zoom. The nice thing about a podcast is that it's not visual for the rest. I know. So, you can see here, there's two things. One, there's like the door, stop thing, keep it in place. Yeah. And then you've got the lock. The lock, yeah. Okay. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Now, this is a pool door. Yes. Why does this not have a handle to pull the door open? You don't need something to push a door, like a saloon door that just pushes. Like mm. you tear. But when you want to open a door... Well, What's the got, one you, thing you need? You've got to grab the... Uh, now you've got to grab the the the, the lock well, you're handle. Well, you the lock, which is yeah. moving. Yeah. It. The, and you're really short, so you can't grab the I top. I can't touch the top of the door. You can't touch the top of the door. I mean, I would just grab the top of the door and open it. That's true. Right. You've got and, to, you've and got I don't to, want to do the... You've the, got to crawl under. <laughs> crawl under. <laughs> and leave it locked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. It's my toilet. That's it. <laughs> and then you can crawl but back. I can't believe... Like, Hundreds of years of design, mm-hmm. and people gone. You know what? We're pulling the door open. Should probably put a handle on it. Like my front door, when I open it up, has a handle. It does. I don't have to unlock it. Your and, parents' and house. Just, your parents' house doesn't have a handle on the front door. On the front door. On the outside. That's right. But you just push it open. And I find that very weird. Well, this this place doesn't have a door handle on the front either. <laughs> I don't have a key to your parents' house. That's right. So I can't well, just... Well, you don't want to... I'm not, they don't want to let you in. You know, like the door automatically... It's, but, but that has a handle on the inside so you can open yeah, but what the if, door. Yeah, what, but what if you wanted to leave the door unlocked? I feel like... No, nah, you can't. Your parents' place is always locked, so it means you, when you leave the house, you always got to take your keys. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's, but at least it has a door handle on the inside. So when someone knocks on the door, like mm. you, wanting to come in mm. and eat my mum's delicious food, well, I think you should and drink my I dad's delicious alcohol. I they think can let you in. I know, and it's nice. And, and this is what. But this door, this door you to should, let yourself out of the toilet. Complain, this all have a door handle. You should complain to your workplace, and I bet you they'll fix it and put handles on the outside. I sh- you know what? <laughs> I should do. Yeah, I know. That's right. <laughs> yeah, they'll go. Yep, we'll put the handles on. Wrong, wrong fucking side. The government work. <laughs> <laughs> I should make a complaint. I wonder if you should actually put up a put up a put up a, a document, right, and a string, right, with a pencil with here, a pen, yeah. and uh, you should be like sign your name or add your signature if you want a handle. Yeah, okay. and just 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 do a petition I, I, in this cubicle <laughs> only, and I would like to see how many people. That would be interesting. I kind of think. You know what? No, no. You know how you get this done? You have to ask the women if their toilets have a handle. Oh, they've probably got a couch. Probably do. In the toilet. Probably do. Did you know that women have couches in their toilets? I find that really disgusting. (laughs) (laughs) The toilet is a utilitarian... It's a utility. Uh Like, you go there, you do your business, you get out. No, no, no. But for women, it's for socialising. Yeah, but it smells like shit <laughs> and piss and cocaine. Yeah, well, that's the second part of the toilet. The, the first part is the is the couch. That's true. Mm. All right. Uh, that's that's all I've got. That's a uh, that's a nice. Well done on taking a photo uh, of your work the toilet. toilet. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Shall we get some news going? Yeah, let's get some news happening. All right. It is time for the motherfucking news with the we only one take right here. You really caught something, motherfucker. Something very exciting news. Um, yeah. Kanye West has been against Jews for a very long time, mm-hmm. but he's recently watched. This is a real. <laughs> no. Thing. So he hates the Jew- He hated the Jews. Remember, he's against them. He's just. This is the only post on his <laughs> Instagram page. <laughs> the moment and it says watching jonah hill in 21 jump street made me like jewish people again no one should (laughs) (laughs) shut up this is real serious no one should take anger against one or two individuals and transform that hatred into towards millions of innocent people no christian can be labeled anti-semite knowing jesus is a jew thank you jonah hill I love you. So, <laughs> so I think, I think we can make all, him president. I think we can all say uh, he's turned a new leaf. But look, some sad uh, on the on the uh, other end of the spectrum. Uh, this this uh, this is this came up on my feed as well. Uh, this guy here, um, this guy here showed Twenty One Jump Street to uh, Mel Gibson, but uh, he did not change his mind on this. <laughs> On the juice. Uh, hey, Mel. <laughs> so there you go. So uh, good news uh, about Kanye anyway. Oh, well Positive done. Positive step forward in this life. What do you got, Kieran? Japanese penis festival shrine distance itself from penis mascot. <laughs> well, you know. The one penis not welcome at Japanese Kanamara Matsuri. Every spring, thousands of tourists from Japan and overseas descend on, the, on a shrine in Tokyo's neighbouring... 
Prefecture of Kanawa to celebrate one thing, the penis. Yeah. The symbol of fertility is at the centre of the Kanawa Matsuru, the festival of the steel forest, which ranks as one of Japan's kasi, or bizarre festivals. And the story behind it is just as bizarre as the festival itself. According to legend, a demon once sought revenge on a woman who rejected him by taking up residence inside her vagina and biting down on her husband's penis so she was unable to, to procreate. In order to solve the problem, the woman paid a blacksmith to, to create a still penis to break the demon's teeth, which he did, ultimately restoring her fertility. Amazing. Um- <laughs> <laughs> so that's just a picture of a giant, giant cock. Metal yeah. cock. That's amazing. Every spring, the items are taken out uh, and floats and parade on shoulders of worshippers during the Kanamara Matsuru. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. There's so many... Um... However, there's one penis that wants to distance itself Ugh. as its mascot that many are mistakenly thinking is an official one related to the shrine. There you go. So it's got to be the sh- it's got to be that that shrine penis. It's got to be the official one. It's got to be the official you can't one. Just make your own, not the mascot penis. Ah, uh, fair enough. You know, there's a similar story in Egyptian mythology. Yeah. About Osiris and Isis, mm-hmm. and Osiris died for some reason, and his body was cut up yeah. into many pieces, and his sister Isis got all the pieces and put it back to him back together and made him alive again. But the one piece that they couldn't, he, she couldn't find was his penis. Oh. And so she got another god to create a golden penis uh-huh. and attached it to him. Uh-huh. And then they had a baby together because they're gods and yeah. brother and sister because that's what they did back then. Yeah. And they formed, I can't remember what other god, but they perform, got, uh, they created this omnipotent god. I think they made like the sun god. From them having sex together with this golden penis. How interesting. <laughs> so, if you ever see a woman go, well, I'm actually really into golden penises, they might be Egyptian. They could be. They could be Egyptian. Yeah. Kieran, or black penises, Japanese. Japanese, mm. there you go. Kieran, do you remember Afro Man? No? Um, it sounds familiar? It sounds familiar. Okay. Do you remember the song, Cause I Got High? Cause yes, yes, that's Afro Man. Yeah. Did you know he is still putting out music and doing a whole bunch of no. things? Okay. Well, I'm pretty sure I've shown you. This da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. I've shown you this video before, but here we go. Uh, this is a classic. Yeah. This is a classic Afro Man video. This is him punching a woman. <laughs> you brought that in uh, a couple uh, of weeks I've, ago. I've shown you that yeah, one yeah, before. Yeah. I was at your place and we're yeah. just showing each other funny videos and that's uh, that's a classic. That's a vintage um, uh, video. Get closer here when she comes around. And, that's uh, a full there we go, fucking there we go. hit as well. Yeah, there's bang. Bang! <laughs> <laughs> Everything about that's fantastic. Anyway, charged with assault, all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. That's fine. Yeah, didn't go to prison or anything, but... Yeah, well, that's but it's been charged, yeah. Recently, though, so the, the Afro Man story continues, yeah. and now he's this guy's one of my favorite people in the world. Mm-hmm. His house gets raided. Afro Man's house gets Afro raided. Afro Man's last house year. Raided, okay. The police are called. They're told that uh, Afro Man is 
in possession. Mm-hmm. So it has all these drugs there. And he's also kidnapped someone. Oh, dear. So early in the morning, the police raid his house to try and find all the drugs that are, poten- that are stated to be there and the kidnapped person. So early in the morning, they raid his house and they find nothing. Mm-hmm. But you know what does happen? All of Afro Man's security cameras in his house capture from all the way from them bro- breaking down the door to the whole raid until the police stopped the video cameras. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So Afro Man's obviously pretty shitty about this, but decides he needs to do something. And what he decides to do is write at least one song, but a whole bunch of songs, even an album worth, and use all the footage to promote the album. <laughs> 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 as well so we're going to listen to a bit of the song and okay. talk it through but I think it's right. a, this song um, let me just get the exact name of the song because I've listened to it on repeat because it's so fucking funny uh, Man. the exact song title is uh, oh where is it now okay the album's called Lemon Pound Cake and the song is called uh, will you help me repair my door? Okay. Okay, so here we go. Fucking hell, look at the place going. That's awesome. Fucking like... He's got some nice cars. Yeah, he's got a nice house. So let's just uh, talk about what's happening in the footage. Alright, so basically like paramilitary. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's big. A lot of a lot of heavy weaponry. Will you help me repair my game? <laughs> Will you help me repair my door? I gotta knock the door in. Did you find what you was looking for? Kidnapping. <laughs> Let me ask you something, officer. Any kidnapping victims inside my seat pockets? <laughs> Are there any kidnapping <laughs> victims inside my suit pockets? <laughs> you crooked cops need to stop it. There are no kidnapping victims in my suit pockets. <laughs> Let me ask you another this question. This is amazing. Is 
There are a thousand pounds of weed in my suit pocket. <laughs> Is there a thousand pounds of weed in my, in my suit pocket? <laughs> you crooked cops need to stop it. There's not a million pounds of weed in my suit pockets. Let me ask you something else. So good, this one. Any kidnapping victims inside my CDs? <laughs> Any kidnapping victims inside my CDs? The Adams County Sheriff Department, you can get these. There are no kidnapping victims in my in my CDs. How many pounds of weed are inside my CDs? <laughs> How many pounds of This is brilliant. He's got the video footage. Oh yeah. 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 Sheriff. You So the song's like six but we won't go through it all, but like you got the gist of it, right? Sorry, people, look up this. Where do they find it, Church? <laughs> it's YouTube. It's on YouTube. But it might not be on YouTube for long, Kieran. The Afro man is being sued. By the police officers after using their faces in his music video. Mm. So, here's their claim. Mm -hmm. They're claiming that it's doing damage and reputation damage and liable for the things that he said in here Mm -hmm. against the people in the video because... uh, That's what they're saying. Uh Easy as that. Now... I just... Do they have reasonable ju- okay. privacy? That's the whole thing. So, so yeah. So, this is, a, this is a great thing. So, obviously, like, no, it's stupid. Uh, the great thing was, I watched today. Yeah. There's a lawyer I watch on YouTube called Nick Rakita. And he went through the complaint document. Uh-huh. And he... first The first thing he said while drinking basically the same whiskey we're drinking right now. He just said, I'm going to tell you right now, this is the stupidest lawsuit ever because it's going to get thrown out immediately. Because... To have a libel against you or reputation management, like damage against, like to reduce your thing or making profit off these things, yeah. you have to be of somewhat notoriety. Uh-huh. And these are nameless cops. Yeah. On video that he owns, that Afro man owns. Yeah. So they have no claim whatsoever and he cited some law case. So they went through the document and they're saying, by Afro Man showing these, he's made money off them by da- damaging their reputation. He's like, the, the, he's using footage that he made mm-hmm. on his property mm-hmm. during a raid that was unlawful. Mm-hmm. And there's no damaged reputation because they're in those are not individual people. Not like he took video of Kim Kardashian and used it. Yeah. He took people of civil servants, public servants, doing their job, just like you could film, you know, you can film a police officer on the street. You could 100% film a police officer in on your property. Yeah. He, Nick's just like, nope, this will get thrown out instantly. So right now he might be sued. He's being sued at the moment. But Afro Man, what a fucking champion. Oh my God, that is a great video clip. It's so good. That is a great video clip, great rap. <laughs> that is and obviously they found nothing nothing no it was completely clean they found nothing oh 
Uh, I got, I got so many videos. You got a video here. So I'll just keep on with my videos. Where, sorry, where the fuck did I put my? Photos? It's right there, right there. I got, <laughs> I got, no, 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 no. Shut the fuck up, Church. All right. I got my article here. Uh, Florida principal resigns after parents decry Michelangelo David as pornography. Uh, yeah, fuck off. That's, that's hard. This is the Simpsons episode, remember? Uh-huh. And they bring the mo- uh, the statue of David in, and it's like, yeah. they're, they're like, it's like, oh, it's bad. Uh, no, they're, Marge, they're forcing them to come see it at the museum. <laughs> oh, isn't that lovely? <laughs> uh, Florida principal has resigned after students at a Christian charter school in America were shown the statue of the biblical figure David by Michelangelo, <laughs> prompting at least one parent to complain that the children had been exposed to pornography. But you don't even... The, the genitals are actually covered. I've, I've seen the statue of David. Uh-huh. I've seen the real thing. The real thing. In person, uh-huh. it's like six. It's at least it's five and a half meters tall. It's tall. Mm-hmm. It's huge. It's way bigger. You mm-hmm. know when you see it in pictures, you think, oh yeah, it's yeah. It's like infinitely bigger than you think. Uh-huh. I don't even know how to describe it. And it the genitals are covered. There's a leaf over it. So it's, really? Yeah. <laughs> get get a picture up of it. I can't. I, this is great content. Um, this one, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Oh no, sorry. This one he's not covered. There's one at the front of the in the of the gallery, but it's not right. covered. But it's um, it's it's got a small dick <laughs> for the size of the man. For, for the size of the statue, yeah. the dick is small. Got That's it. Right. Uh, there you go. The principal's resigned. You can't show pornography, and is it art or is it pornography, Church? It's art. It's as simple as that. But in America, it's pornography. Uh, it, the porn is is described by the. Uh, <laughs> Wait, didn't one famous judge say, "I can't describe porn, but I know it, no, I know what it is when I see it." Yeah, I heard a rumor because <laughs> that was a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, and I heard a rumor that Supreme Court justice that said that was also blind. Oh, but I might be wrong. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> it might also be a joke I heard. <laughs> Or blind uh, drunk. Well, you know what you can always see? Or blind from motorboating. One of the two, one of whatever yeah. you're doing. You know what uh, you can always see, Kieran? What's that? And that is fat people. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you know who are the most, apart from children, mm-hmm. you know, uh, who are the harshest against fat people? Asian people. Ah. And so here's a, here is a li- here is a video that I found of uh, stores clothing stores in asia yeah uh that are for fat people are you ready for this so just the names of the stores asian plus size stores be like bb fat bb fat fat girls <laughs> fatty fat girl. love calories moo moo thai fat fat cat Oh my god, they're great names. They're <laughs> great names. Um, you got you want to want to get a Joe Biden update? Fuck yeah. <laughs> okay, this is so, uh, so the shooting happened, uh-huh. and this is what Joe Biden did came out. Now this is this okay. Even Jess asked me, "Is this taken out of context?" And I said, "Even if it is taken out of context, this was from the the." President the, of the United one, States. One, President of America. United States of America. Yeah. Two, this was the same press conference talking about that shooting. And three, you can't tell me, and I know this is a bad argument, but you can't tell me that if Trump said this, 
everyone wouldn't be going crazy about uh-huh. it, right? Okay. This is what... So, Nashville shootings happened. Nashville shootings happened. He's now talked pre- about it a little pre- bit. Now the president's talking. Talking, yeah. yeah okay. My name is Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm Dr. Joe Biden's husband. <laughs> and I ate Jenny's ice cream, chocolate chip. I came down because I heard there was chocolate chip ice cream. By the way, I have a whole refrigerator full upstairs. I think truck? I'm kidding. I'll lead an effect. I don't know what's going on. He's just was that a laugh? Tr- yeah. Was that, was that no, laugh- there were people laughing. Just, was, what's, okay. Okay. So I, now I might be wrong and I'm not a psychologist. I'm only, I can only Google things. Yeah. And I typed in, does ice cream help dementia? Uh-huh. And... Every psychological website I could find says, yeah. All right. The ice cream helps with dementia because it helps people bring back memories, good memories. Yeah. So this guy coming off stage talking about a shooting gun, really like ice cream. And he eats a lot of ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's always that meme of him eating the ice cream. Mm-hmm. Came out, I don't really care. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> he it's might. helping his dementia. Maybe it's helping his dementia. But maybe... Well, the trick is with Biden, he's got to mobilize things. Let's see what he's mobilizing. Uh, yeah, I'll just do it. Let's see what he's mobilizing. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international effort to pressure. <laughs> We're pleased. <laughs> I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true and international effort to pressure. We're pleased that you've decided. I'll lead an effective strategy Kieran. to mobilize. True and international under pressure. <laughs> All right. He, he got, you know, I love that. The confidence, the speaking, the tone. Like, you're like, yes, you've got this. Not even and close. True and international You know what? Yes, Trump wrote Kofefe and the world went nuts. <laughs> But like, I get, yeah, who cares? That, that was a, a spelling. That was a, a typo. typo. Yeah, like, autocorrect didn't pick up. He's ah, fuck it. Who gives a shit, right? <laughs> can't, can't edit tweets. So fuck it. What am I gonna do? This guy's walking around and he's he can say he's he said big words already. Effective strategy, strategy. mobilized. True representative negotiation. Like, give him one fucking second. Uh, yeah. Okay. I thought you might like that one oh. there. Do you have the clip I brought in? I was going to say, it's up next. I've Excellent. Got 20, I've got a clip called Kate Hudson. Good, play Kate it. Hudson? Hopkins. Hopkins. We're pleased that you've decided to come and hopefully oh, sorry, this the is other about, side <laughs> of the argument. This is okay. talking about fat people. Okay, oh, we're on the fat train. We're, we're on the fat train. We're um, pleased that you've decided... She's, uh, she's talking to fat ac- yeah, activists. Uh, uh, fat activists like Katie Hopkins to debate the healthy uh, the health effects of obesity, then calls the police on her when Katie wipes the floor with it. All right, here we go. We're pleased that you've decided to come and hopefully hear some of the other sides of the arguments and the other side of the debate, some more informed opinions possibly as well. I wouldn't say more informed opinions, but I'm happy to listen to other opinions, sure. I think you imagine that your personal experience is actually some sort of universal truth and you're trying to impose that universal truth on everybody else. For example, because I have experienced this, it therefore is a truth which we must adhere to. But in fact, your experience is very unique as everybody else's is and it just doesn't, it's not relevant. Usually you talk about yourself as if you're healthy. I am. 
you know, that's just... Okay, so you know my GP, you know my doctor, you know what's going on for I'm, me. I'm looking at you and I'm making an assessment that is well, not healthy made, so to so carry so that much made, weight on your knees. So you've just made a visual decision. Absolutely, and that's how we... And so this is where you're basing your premise. Work. Yeah, you're basing your premise on the fact that visually you find larger people unacceptable. I just don't believe you're healthy in that state, no. Do you not realise where you're going with this? this how is did actually, you get this big? This is actually to do with a hate crime. You, and you you're a <laughs> I, I love when you know we would, I was we've been watching uh, Law and Order SVU uh-huh. and this fat guy's lawyer came mm-hmm. in and it's like the the woman who beat up my my client only did it because he was fat and that's a hate crime and I'm like well you're not a group <laughs> like, you know uh, uh, I love it when they try. Uh, I can't wait till the T in LGBT, uh, the uh, like the, the LGBTQ community adds the the Fs to that. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's not the word you're thinking of; it's the fats. The fats, yeah. Yeah, here we go. Hate crime, absolutely. <laughs> and can we call the police? I do call the police. There's a like telephone. To the There's do with a hate crime. You are, and you're, you're a victim of hate crime, absolutely. And can we call the police? I do call the police. There's would a you like telephone. To bring the police in? There's a telephone right there. Feel I think free. we should do it right now. Go for it. Go for it. There's a phone. Great. It's probably nine from phone and We'll call the police. Would you like it brought to you? Because it's probably going to be hard to I'll walk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? Yeah. It became personally offensive, and I believe it is a hate crime, and I'd like to report it. She was actually on the phone. Uh, I thought you'd enjoy that. There was a, a thing I saw on uh, on Twitter that uh, Victoria Police put up, uh-huh. and it was a guy walked into the police museum, and from behind the... Excuse <laughs> me. No, no, it was the police station, wasn't it, where he took yeah, the money? Yeah, and he took the money. Did he you see that? Yeah. Okay, my favourite thing was the comment down below that said, uh, oh, let me get the comment up because it was so good. All right, while you do that, people, I'm going to tell some news. MIT tested 1,000 Oreo cookies to crack the mystery of the best way to eat one. Oh, the comment was? Yeah. Doesn't look like an urgent crime. Maybe call the police assistance line and maybe they'll send someone out. <laughs> oh, that was fucking brilliant. So, a thousand cookies? A million cookies? MIT tested 1,000 Oreo cookies to crack the mystery of the best way to eat one. Scientists have revealed that they've tested over 1,000 Oreos to figure out the best way. A PhD candidate in MIT's mechanical engineering department spoke about her and her team's study. Uh, do you know want to know what the secret is? What is the secret? Is it just eat it as normal? Um, dunk in the milk? The scientists just studied the equal distribution in which it ends up on both sides of the wafer when the cookie is broken apart. Owens went on to explain her team's method. Putting the cookie between two counter-rotating plates through a device called a romometer. She, she also said that when they glued different Oreo flavors to the romometer, it would twist the cookie open at different speeds. However, after placing a thousand Oreos on the device, they still found that nearly 80% of the cream stuck to only one side of the wafer. Owens went on to note that regardless of how fast or slow the romometers opened up the Oreo, the results didn't change. They also tested by hand twisting, peeling, pressing slightly, and doing other basic motions. There was no combination of anything that we could do by hand or the romometer that changed anything in our result. In other words, you're fucked. Okay, I, I can see something. Yeah. Oreo. Who are they owned by? 
uh, they're owned by they're by Cadbury, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so Cadbury have gone. Wouldn't it be great if we could get the government to pay <laughs> <laughs> for us to do R and D? Yeah, and they've got isn't that great? So what they've got is they've got a subsidiary science lab uh-huh. at, at a, MIT at MIT, one of the and gone best institutes in the world. That's right. So let's get some students, uh, and then say to them this is part of your. Build a device uh-huh. that will twist, that can incrementally twist, like speed-wise, twist the tops off of Oreos uh-huh. for this test. And because you're all doing PhDs, it's government-funded. Yeah. So, Cadbury have got away, or Oreos have got away, with free R&D. And basically, it doesn't matter how fast you twist, whatever, and 80% is <laughs> going to end up on, on one side of the cookie. Yeah. What? See, this is why socialists will never be, <laughs> like, never be rich. They're not, they're not thinking that far away. Uh, what else okay. we have? Okay. Are you into video games? I know of video games. Yeah, video games. I think... I think you're going to be into this one here. So let's let's watch this one here. Okay. It's a new game that's just coming out. Here we go. Tax Haven 3000. <laughs> this dating sim that does your taxes. Loving taxes forever, my heart. <laughs> go on dates. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. You're so funny. This is like an anime chick you're talking to. Get to know each other. I want to know something that's really personal. Like, what's your social security number? (laughs) (laughs) Prepare your federal taxes. This is like a scam. No, okay. Suitable for singles, without dependents. Tax, Tax Haven, Haven 3000. There you go. It's, it's already done there so for filing stuff. So, uh, this dating sim will help you file your taxes. It's a romantic girl who wants Iris to help you nothing more than uh, get you tax breaks. It's gone all the way through. But, the, uh, the latest game reviews, it's, um, yeah, it's released on April 4. Enough time to file your tax before the 15th of deadline. But it looks like there is some controversy about it that people think that it is a scam, like you said. But Sorry, the, if it's asking for your social security but, number. But the, the company just says, no, we just lodge your tax return in a fun way. <laughs> oh, so it's, that's something. I, I thought you might like that. Uh, that's the gamification of the world. That's where it's going to get to. I, I know, but I think taxes need to be boring. No, no, it needs to have tits. Anime tits. Could you imagine going to the strippers to do your tax? Yes. Topless accountant. Topless accountant. <laughs> oh my god. It's We're- me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what else have I got here for you? Um, oh, here we go. I don't know if you saw this video going around, but a woman chef uh-huh. made a uh, video and she cooked chicken. And she used fresh garlic. Oh, delicious! Fresh chicken, uh, fresh, yeah. uh, fresh chicken, obviously, but fresh onion, fresh uh-huh. bell peppers to make uh-huh. like the 
the seasoning. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah? And all of these um, basketball Americans uh-huh. attacked her and oh. said, you're not using any seasoning. Okay. All right? Now, seasoning is big in America. Seasoning is big in America. <laughs> so this uh, white woman yeah. made a response video. And I've got to put it out there. I completely agree with everything that she's saying. Let's have a look. This is a PSA to the seasoning police on this app. So the seasoning police. She's called these basketball Americans seasoning police. Okay. Only view seasoning as things like garlic powder, onion powder, or maybe something like rosemary. If this is what you view as seasoning and seasoning only, let me pose you a question. What does this come from? <laughs> Granulated garlic. What is that? Garlic? Onion powder. What does that come from? Dehydrated onion? Let's take a look at the spice rub. Dehydrated garlic, onion, and bell pepper. I sauteed those bell peppers along with my onion and garlic. Hmm. What is so funny to me is if I had just doused my chicken in this rub, in this rub alone, the seasoning police would be out of my comments. They wouldn't even be in there. But the second it's fresh garlic or fresh onion or fresh bell pepper, it's automatically not seasoning. And let me just say one last thing. If you're one of those people that loves to watch cooking competitions and a judge says something is under seasoned, they're talking about salt. Under seasoning your food means there's not enough salt. <laughs> salt? is gonna bring out the flavor of onion, the flavor of garlic, the flavor of whatever random spice rub that you have. And let me just say that if your food tastes a little off, it's not because you need to add more powder. It's most of the time because you need to add more salt or some sort of acid like lemon juice or vinegar, okay? (laughs) She's fucking on fire. (laughs) I I really like her. Can we get her on the podcast? She's amazing, isn't she? She just... Uh, that's what when I started to learn properly how to like cook, how to cook yeah. at a home. Like you know, when, that's when you start to learn how to cook. Really, mm-hmm. the one thing you learn for all the chefs is like, uh, yep, fresh, 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 and then just add salt, and suddenly your food tastes infinitely better. Uh-huh. It's some like you know, as simple as that, and it's like, oh, okay, so yeah, like even those spice rubs and mixes and stuff like that. Like, when I do stir-fries, the day before, I let the meat marinate in the sauce. Excellent. But I also add salt mm-hmm. to the meat and pepper. And then, as I'm cooking, I'm adding salt. I learned from my barbecue masterclass. Let's say you salt a steak. Yeah. The salt's going to sweat. Uh, sorry, the steak's going to sweat. Mm. You have to let the steak reabsorb yeah. the moisture. That's why you let it rest. Yeah. That's why you let it rest. Like this No, no, this is before you oh, cook. Before you cook it. This yeah, is yeah. before you're cooking. Yeah. It's little things like that. But yeah. it's this, it's salt. Like yeah. even if you put if you put like a just a garlic powder around your steak, it's not still gonna taste that good. But if you put just salt around the steak, mm-hmm. but if you take the garlic powder and, and the salt. But if you go completely get rid of that and use just salt on the steak and then chuck a piece of onion do you know a piece of garlic in the pan yeah it's oh, gonna do the best the best yeah. yeah the barbecue masterclass yeah they salt then later they put the flavor oh, the, the, the yeah. rubs yeah yeah on. yeah because the salt would have just like yeah soaked everything in and kept mm. the moisture inside mm. and the salt kept it so very funny i thought you would like that one there uh, do you have my other clip? I do, I do, but that one there I didn't download in time, but I've got it here. The late arrival of my other clip. Here we go. It was late. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, this person identifies as a hawk. 
trapped in a human's body. I thought you would enjoy this, Twitch. I did, yeah. My name is Horace, and I'm a red-tailed hawk. In our world, I do have the body of a hawk, but while fronting, I consider myself a Therian, because I am in a human body, but my identity is still a hawk. Not all animal alters will identify this way, and I am, in fact, the only animal alter in our system who does identify this way. I am doing my best to come to terms with living in a human body. My is this one of those things, remember we did that, listen to that podcast that people had like the alters in their head, mm -hmm. and one of them was like a dragon, and one was like a guy that couldn't speak English. And all that is that what she's talking about here? Or they? they no, I think about? I think her. I think she's just identifying as a hawk. Oh, okay, I don't believe her no. for a number of reasons. Uh -huh. One, she's wearing clothes. Yeah, not hawk clothes. Not not, not nothing. Yeah, or put on feathers or anything like that. Uh, I mean, at least put on feathers. You're right. Yeah, like fairies get involved. Yeah. Like they know they're not animals, but they go, "I want to be an animal. I'm going to put the, like a I'm going to put the costume on." on. Yeah. 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 I'm going to wear the tail. Right now, this, this, whatever it is, this hawk is <laughs> <laughs> really appropriating my, uh, my culture, my identity of wearing clothes. This person who says they're a hawk who's dyed their hair. Yeah. Hawks don't wear glasses. Yeah. Or earrings. Yeah. Commit. Commit to the bit. Yeah. You know, like Alex Stein, he commits to the bit. You got to commit to the bit. Ah, uh, what have I got here? Um. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, do you want to watch Jordan Peterson cry? Sure. <laughs> or do you want to learn about why your body is your choice? Can we do both? We can do both. Which right. one first? Uh, JP crying. Okay, here we go. J Jordan Peterson was just recently. It was just on um, Rogan's podcast mm. again, and he was talking about music. Now I'm going to put it out there. A very very smart man, Jordan Peterson is. But he's used up all his material. Okay. <laughs> okay. But what one thing he really has no understanding of is music. But it makes him cry. I would agree. A sense of meaning. I thought that was so cool. So why does music do that? That's a good question. Because people think of music as a non-representational art. It doesn't represent anything. It's not like a drawing or a picture. Okay. Music's not a representational art. Ah, oh, you gotta let him finish talking. I think he eventually gets there and says, "Oh, let's let's see here." Okay, okay. It's not it's not representing anything. Okay. I think he's getting to the point that it is actually representing something. Okay, I think he's saying what other people something say. out. Really? Non-representational. I don't agree with that. Like, what do you mean by music being non-representational? -rep well, it's not a picture like of anything. Okay. If someone was to sing you a song like, "Are they ready?" <laughs> Drugs oh, in my CDs. Do you have an image in your head? Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> okay. It is representational. <laughs> that reason, that quick example alone, let alone talking about like Pink Floyd's The Wall, which is purely, an, or what about like uh, an opera? An opera sung is, you picture it in your head. You create the scene in your head. It is imagery as well as audio. So instantly idiotic, but let's keep it going. Feeling of the person who puts out the, the lyrics. Yeah, the feeling got, of the person true, who composes it's got the em, music. True, it's got emotional content. That's that's fair enough because there's there's unhappy music and there's happy music. Yeah. Minor keys and major. And Definitely, the, it plays okay. on. Okay. Simply because a song is in a major key does not mean it's happy. Simply because something is in a minor key does not mean it's sad. Creep by Radiohead is in a major key. 
And that's not a very happy song. Uh, Crazy Train. I'm going to know where my area of competence is and I'm totally out of my area of competence. So I'm going to shut the fuck up. Crazy Train. (laughs) Crazy Train by Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Uh, The Verses. And that song is about, you know, mental illness and a few other little things. Uh, You know, the main riff's in a minor bit. And then goes to the happy bit. Pumped up kicks. Major song. My a lot of people thought that was like a like a oh what a really cool song until they realize it's about a mass murder. Yeah. Sure. But but it still it doesn't represent anything like a picture represents it. Okay. Or a sculpture. That's all I mean. Okay. Not that it's I didn't say it was without content. I see what you're saying. We said right. representation. Yeah. But it well, does... you could say it represents emotions, and fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But I, I was thinking more like a picture of I an see actual what you're thing. Saying. Okay. So, okay. but what? So let's think about what music is. First of all, it's it's a pattern. So, non-pattern music is noise. It's a pattern. No. Okay. Non-pattern music is just under, you not understanding what music is. Repetition in music creates um, c- uh, comfort. Right? So, okay. A song in 4-4, you mm. understand it completely because that feels natural to you. But a song that's in 5-4 or 7-8 or an odd time signature, it feels weird on its on in isolation, but repetition allows that consistency to inbuild itself in it and it feels better, it feels more normal. Just because something doesn't have any repetition within music uh-huh. doesn't mean it's bad doesn't mean it's noise it's just not repetitive very big distinction there lack of understanding of music completely pattern it's multiple patterns layered on top of one another again it's not multiple patterns it's not a code it is an understanding of the relationship between things that makes harmony work right the distance between the frequency distance between two notes is what distinguishes what the, di- the what that di- um ha- what that harmony is called. Right. Very. You know. Like- you, you, you're talking to someone who just enjoys the spirituality of music. Harmonious <laughs> manner, and in a manner that indicates, in some sense, communication between all the patterned layers because they have to go together, and so. See, okay, has to go together is another abstract concept because two notes may not go together without context of the other notes. Church, you promised me that I was going to see JP cry. Okay, here we go. Okay. You know, so this is a deep thing. And then music does something else too. Leaving of unpredictability. Structure of the song. Mm-hmm. This is riffs that he'll right, do. Right, right, right. And everyone right. loves, oh man, I went to this yeah. bar. Okay, so he went. To, this is where the story comes in. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna um, point something out, but you got fairly autistic on me just then with okay. the whole music thing. Okay, music for me is like such a deep. Like, I've got more. I've been playing music for twenty fucking. Are you shaking years. people? Church yeah. is shaking. With ah! All right. So this is the bit about music that I really wanted to. Show. He goes to this bar to see a band, right? Yeah. And uh, let, let's have a look. In Nashville. Uh, this band was playing Kelly's Heroes, a great guitarist, best guitarist I've ever seen. And they were playing old country music with a heavy blues rock uh, twist. So they do this great version of uh, 
Ghost Riders in the Sky, like 15 minutes long, and mm. this brilliant guitarist just goes way out on a limb, and everybody in the crowd, it's so, it was so fun to be there. They're just thrilled to death because they're watching this man doing the same thing that surfers do. He's like dancing on the edge of chaos and order in this virtuosic manner, and everyone is so taken by that that it just lifts <laughs> them out of the normality of their existence. <laughs> Okay, I, I, I mean, this clip, but I can talk about you know, music. You see this joy just transfuse them, and that's because they got an intimation of genuine meaning, and it's uh, and it's 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 not amenable to rational criticism, which is the thing that I thought that struck me as so miraculous about music, and why it has this element of salvation. It's like it puts you directly in touch with the meaning that sustains you in life directly, and it shows you what that would be, which is something like to observe the harmonious interplay of the patterns of being stacked on top of one another <laughs> and then to bring yourself into alignment with that. Okay, I've got to stop it because this is like the cringiest fuck you've ever, I've ever heard in life. The greatest guitarist you ever heard was this bl bl uh, blues band he heard. <laughs> in Nashville. In Nashville. It's like he's never seen a, a <laughs> live music before. Like uh -huh. he's amazed by it. The... The whole thing of being in the line between, like, in, like soloing and, and creating on the spot, um, of the line between order and chaos. Now, Frank Zappa said it best when it comes to soloing or uh, playing in, uh, improvised solos. Mm. And this is him talking to Captain Beefheart at the time. And it's, you're never, like, it's never all this order and chaos thing. All you're trying to do. In, in when you're improvising solos is find the the perfect note for exactly that moment in time mm -hmm. right and for me as a, as a musician and as someone who really loves the art of improvisation that is the only key in your mind and i've played how many shows have i played with the cliches and all that sort of stuff and you've been there 10 whole, at least right <laughs> <laughs> i've played so many shows and practiced so much but the guitar solo I play one night that's improvised will never be the same. Yeah, you're never going to play the same one again. That's right. Because that night there, need I'm aiming for those notes because that's what I needed to serve the crowd, hmm. to serve the song. And it's the same, the, nec the next night, it's the same purpose. Different crowd different mm. time different place different feelings inside me and that's what a different note needs to be played at that point in time so for him to go oh it's this order and chaos no 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 it is purely 100% trying to emote something mm. it's not chaos it's trying to connect with people and c connection is not chaos I was going to say, last time I saw you play, there were a few songs which you could fucking tell in the crowd. Yes. That you had connected. Yes. Country Roads was one of them. Yes. And Reb just going off. And you could just hear Reb. Yeah. And I'm just playing acoustic guitar for that one. Reb, like, plays one note, like, to start... And he, like, subtly hints at the, at the melody. Mm -hmm. And people go, shit. Oh, and you could feel the whole crowd, like, go from, like, chatty, chatty to sort of go... And you could feel the rise up. Yeah, yeah. And that's what you, that's not chaos. No, that's definitely not that chaos. That is one hundred percent. I would actually say chaos is probably 
the ninety five percent of songs that you played, where everyone was talking yeah. and sort of dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and but yeah, there was a couple of songs but where those you, magic moments. There was a couple of songs where it was magic. It was magic. So that's what yeah. that's what it's about. And for him to cry like that, like about. But I don't Bob, think. Bob, I, but Bob. I don't think as a band you can expect every song to be magic. Because no, I but think, you, but I think no, no. in the audience, right? Yeah. Because you turn up, oh, a band's playing. Okay, and then you sort of get to f- get to feel them after a couple of songs. Yeah. And then you sort of, oh, they've changed the vibe a little bit. They've changed the... Well, the they've gone from a happy to a sort of a bit of a, you, a lower song. I, I know this And is then it's like... And then at some point in the night, hopefully the band does this, they get this moment where, it's, yeah. where air, the whole... Venue, Everything clicks. Air, the whole venue is like, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But that's the whole... St- I, and, and this is something that uh, I teach younger musicians who are Run, to... rabbit, run. Yeah. Right? They've got probably, depending, two... I've seen them play multiple times. And there's two songs that I really like. Like, I feel like I can be in space. Like, when they play it. But not every time does it turn into magic. Yeah. But there have been moments where they've, they've played this song... And once again, you feel the whole crowd. Yeah. And it's like I'm I'm out having an out of body experience. Yeah. And I've seen them play multiple times, but not always do they hit it. Yeah. With that song, and it's I I think that's amazing. It's um like when they can do well, that. Well, the, the important thing is when it, like creating a set list of songs, right? Mm. What you actually want to do is you want to have a story. It's weird to say this. You want to have a story arc. Yeah, because I was also going to say when you last gig you played, the last set was like a party set. Yes. Whereas in that second set when you played Country Roads, yeah. Even though that's not like a party song, I still but think. But it need. But you need that. You need okay. everyone connected. So the way I always explain how to tell the story within your set list is you want to f- make it follow the same uh, intensity line as Star Wars Four. Mm-hmm. Right, what happens in Star Wars War? The first thing that happens, the tech scroll happens, so you're sort of warming up a little bit, and the first thing that happens, Darth Vader walks through, and mm-hmm. it's big and bold, and it's like, oh my god, all these like ah, ah. like you, know, you see the big ships, and then it quiets down, mm-hmm. and you meet Luke, and you start to develop, mm-hmm. and then it gets exciting again where they have to escape the Millennium Falcon, and then it goes down again, and it goes back up when they go meet the Rebel Alliance and all that sort of when they save the princess. Yeah. It goes back down again. And then at the end what happens the uh you know, Death Star blows up. And that's the big ending. Yeah. But you can see like you're still going up, but then if you go down a bit, you don't hit the bottom. No, you're not hitting the bottom, you're you great. Just, you sort of make a little divot so people go like you just want people to breathe a little bit. Because if yeah. you just go try to keep that intensity high like like linear straight up. Your audience is going to go too much. But I think that it makes those other moments really... Way much bigger. Really, really special. I don't know, because I, I can only remember from your last gig, Country Roads, because that was earlier on. Yeah. But you grabbed everyone. And I can't really remember what you played. But then, like, the la- I remember the last four songs. Last four or five songs. Uh, we did... Bangers. We did... On the dance floor. Everyone's having a great so fucking time. So we did uh, Simply the Best. Yeah. We did uh, We Are The Champions. Uh-huh. We did Waterloo, yeah, and uh, Summer of '69. Yeah, I just remember. The, I just remember those last. I can't remember what. So don't even remember what they are. But I just remember them being bangers yeah. and on the dance floor, everyone having a great time. Well, that's the important part. Yeah, that's the important part. Uh, yeah, he doesn't. He, he doesn't. 
don't don't listen to Jordan Peterson about music. Music. Just listen just, to Jordan just, Peterson about the shit he actually knows. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Uh, here we go. Uh, now let let's uh, let's finish on this. Is it my body? My choice. Okay. It's your body, Kieran. It's your choice. Let's have a listen to what these ladies have to say. What's important is bodily autonomy. The same right men have always had. We just want equal rights. The right to govern our own bodies, just like men have always had. It's that simple. Do you support the right for people to not get the COVID vaccine? It's irrelevant. <laughs> right? My body, my choice. You're right. It's not irrelevant. Yeah, but one saves lives. You're right. It's one not irrelevant. Choice. One of them is going to be in a pandemic state, right? A state of emergency. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You don't need an abortion. <laughs> it's not a pandemic state. I, I, I like that because the answer should be, yeah, your body, your choice. Yeah, that's right. Simple. Yeah, it's my like, body, my choice. It's like, your because body. It's, all he's asking for is consistency. Yeah. yeah. Has yeah. changed during a state of emergency. Do you agree with this, the statement or the, the principle of my body, my choice? Yes, absolutely. Bodily autonomy is a human right. Healthcare is a human right. Um, access to healthcare should be... Uh, healthcare is not a human right because uh, that means you you don't get free access to someone else's labor. Mm. Uh, that's just it's pretty pretty simple as that. Is dictated by the Supreme Court. During the pandemic, did you support people's right to not get the COVID vaccine? <laughs> Such a hard question. It's a difficult conversation. Do you support bod bodily autonomy in other situations? For example, the COVID vaccine mandates the, the vaccine mandates we've been mandated to get vaccines for years and years and years so you do support in that situation people not having control of their bodies that's not, that's not <laughs> <laughs> you can just hear like just the despair just the despair i love it because they're also like oh fuck i'm not consistent here yeah i know yeah do you think it is important for people to have medical and health control over their own body uh, yeah, it's good for them. It's good for everybody. You didn't support the mandates? I did. I do support the mandates, yeah. Isn't that mandate that people have to get the vaccine so they don't have control over their own body? Uh, vaccinations are good for people. But in that case, you don't have control, right? If there's a mandate? No, they don't have to get it. They just, uh... Just can't go anywhere or do anything, right? They just can't have a job. You don't have a right to a job. Everybody. You don't have a right to a job, but right to healthcare. Are you fucking serious? I love it. This is my, these are my favorite. Bodies? <laughs> you support the pe people's right to choose not to get the COVID vaccine? Um, I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the hypocrisy. Uh, the hypocrisy. That, Kieran, that is just... I had a bunch of other videos that were more or video... All right, all right. I promise we'll do a video, a video, a video podcast. But that's okay. But you know what, Kieran? I think we can. You got any more? That's right. Nah, nah, I'm done. That's right. But Kieran, uh, you know what? People, if they want more of this, they can find us on Instagram, yeah. SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Twitter, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you want to send us some videos, some death threats, some rants, email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. Should I play the Afro Man song yeah. at the end here? And ladies and gentlemen. Will you help me replace my door? I will help you replace your door. Sorry.
karaoke biggie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. 